Hello there, people. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. We appreciate you, and we don't just say that because we have to. We genuinely, honestly love you very much. Who's your favourite listener? I can't pick a favourite. You don't want to play favourites? You can't play favourites. Mm-hmm. Do you okay. have a favourite? Uh, yeah, I have a few. Good. Depends on the time of day, really. <laughs> like yeah, children. No, I, have a few. I like our Texas mate. I like, yeah, I like him. Yeah. I just like ones that are committed. I love Gary. Gary's he great. He listens all the time. He's Gary not going to hear this because he doesn't, he doesn't podcast. He listens. Doesn't live. matter that he, he doesn't need to hear it. It's just how we feel. I know. I like people hearing it. I like getting credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's funny, you know, no I, point talking someone like nice behind someone's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when people stop you in the street to talk to you about the show and that it's weird because they apologize like they're interrupting you. Nice. Yeah. And I always say to people, I go hand on heart. Yeah. My feelings will be more hurt the day that no one wants to take a selfie with me. That's true. So stop me and ask me for a selfie because it makes me feel good when I, when I walk around and everyone just sees me as another number. See, mine I'll more, be shattered. more goes like this. Hey, Abby, and I go, hey, how are you going? And they're like, are you with Finney? Where's the other kids? And I went, oh, no, no, no. Um, Scotty's got one of them and then the other two are here. She goes, I'm so sorry. I talk to you like you know me. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes I talk to people in bathrooms and I'm drunk and I forget, so I wouldn't know if I do or not. So, yeah. It's true. Yeah. The weird thing is sometimes you often get to people stop you and they go, where's Stav and Abby? Go, we don't live together, guys. <laughs> we, Sad uh, cases when we pop around the corner and go, hey. Actually, funny you mention it, aisle three. Are. They're just getting milk. <laughs> I always get the same thing. Uh, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can will be used against you in the court of law. That old chestnut. Really? It's only in America they say that. Yeah, I travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dual passport thing. It makes it so much easier. It's Scottish, it's American. I go there for lunch sometimes, you know what it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Bob. <laughs> Private jet. I feel like a hot dog. Could go to Wendy's, bugger at New York. Yeah, good one. Do Wendy's? Yeah, Wendy's actually do good hot dogs. I do they, they still do? I don't think they're around anymore, oh, Wendy's. Oh, yeah, I've seen a couple. Oh, Barton still have them? No, I, I opened one in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Next the, to the bowling alley. I thought they shut down because they're privately owned, weren't they? Yeah. A lot of the franchises. But then again, it's something you love. When's the last time you went? I know. Yeah. It's, I'm so guilty of that. True. Where's the cheesy toast? I love Sizzlers. When's the last time you went? When I was five. <laughs> I loved the iceberg, the blue iceberg from Wendy's, which was like a slushy oh, yes. with a soft serve ice yes, cream on top. Yes, yes, yes. You get manic... Like head, head brain spins, freezes, yeah, yeah. but God, they were delicious. And then you bounce off the walls for about three hours with your mother yelling at you, and you think, "Lady, you bought it." Isn't your kid's Boot. first ice cream headache hilarious? Because oh, yeah. it's something that they love that's hurting them, and they can't work out yeah. why, and they're still <laughs> eating it, and it's just continuing its spiral. <laughs> it's the best. Boost juice really put them out. Yeah, because then they started doing sort of like the the, the real healthy, <laughs> healthy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Healthy drink, and then everyone's like, oh, let's get a fruit smoothie. Yeah. Wendy's. Donut King is still rocking. They're still about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, the good old days, huh? Okay, uh, 20, uh, 24, 7. No, 7-Eleven used to do a good hot dog as well, the Big Bite hot dog. That was good. It's quality. They're doing, like, spaghetti bolognese and stuff these days. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I reckon you could, you could live out of just food out of a 7-Eleven. Yeah, easy. Yeah, it'd be expensive, wouldn't it? Oh, hell yeah, hella expensive. But at least you can get it at any time. They do nice salads now. Do you know why they have locks on the doors at 7 Elevens? So, so people they can don't go to the rob bathroom. them. <laughs> <laughs> they got to go to the bathroom. They've got to stack the shelves at the back. We can't lock the door when you're stacking shelves out the back. Yeah, they do. It's in case of blackouts. 
No, they literally, I, I, it's not at all. In case of blackout. It's not. The guy on Roma Street, I yeah. see him each morning. Yeah. He locks it so he can he go at the back. He locks it too much. Oh, I so find. you have seen him lock it? Yeah, he locks it too much. <laughs> well, there's a blackout there? A lot. Just that corner. <laughs> so what are you saying? That if a guy turns up to a 7-Eleven with, I'm a, saying, is with he a motorbike already, helmet yeah. and a shotgun, they just pull the safety switch out of the, the power Unless it's box. a blackout, sir. <laughs> you're going to have to just come in and rob me. They don't have time to run over to the door and lock it. But someone's a, coming you in even with knew a, that that fact wasn't real because you've seen him shut it. Yeah, but he shouldn't shut it. They, they, I said they're there for blackouts. He That's does not, not use want them. to get shivved at 2am. <laughs> well, pick another profession. They lock it all the time. They only open it when someone knocks on the well, door. This is a bloody outrage. Safety first. It is Seven Eleven. Someone's there to open it. Do you know why? Do you know why we have locks in our front doors? Like tents. Seven <laughs> Eleven tents should be popping up all over the place. Right, yeah. Let's get out of the okay, podcast. Okay, now fine. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. <laughs> Today, next week, so in exactly seven days, you'll see the city will be, yeah. everyone will be going to work with their jerseys on. Oh, yeah. You can really tell Origin Day in Brisbane, we yes. go all in. It doesn't it, matter what year, office you're in. I always go, gee, that crept up quickly, didn't it? Does, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, game one, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, we released the team um, Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday. They're, well, they're, Monday. Uh, they're in camp at the moment, aren't they? Yes. Yep. It always oh, sounds so much fun. Like there's tents and stuff, yeah. and they're roasted <laughs> well, marshmallows they on the fire. They do have to share Kumbaya. dorms. Like in some of the places yeah. where they stay, they have to share rooms. Yeah. I wonder if they get to pick their roommates. Because you know when you yeah. go away on like a business trip and they go, right, people are sharing rooms. Yeah. They always try to go and they put you with someone who you never speak to because it's team building. Oh, team building? No, you, like, get, to, you uh, get to choose. I asked them all the important questions. Right. Um, yeah, you get to choose and that could be like a long-term thing unless like something happens, like they snore and then you're allowed to change. Do you reckon Kevy <laughs> Walters has to share or nah. being no. the coach, he just he gets the suite upstairs, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so they're in camp at the moment and all the stories are coming out. I've got confidence, I think, in the Queensland team this year. I was pre the announcement, yes, not touch wood, um, you know, we're a bit worried we didn't, we weren't going to have our players like Cam Smith, Billy Slater and stuff, but the young guns that are coming through are just amazing. Mm. And Kevy has taken a bit of a different approach to coaching this year. Yeah. He's got this super coach um, who is apparently the coach to coaches. Oh. Who's helping out. It's like the Russian doll of coaches. Yeah, sort of thing. And he, um, this guy actually helped Seabolt get the premiership for South Sydney. Oh, all right. So he has enforced a ban on them. What do you reckon the ban is for for the footy? No one's allowed to do this in the entire week leading up to... Social media. Train. No. It's a very different approach. Well, a lot of people... Time with themselves. Well, ah. that's what you would think. It is a blue ban, <laughs> but it is not that. The Maroons have been put on a blues ban in a shock and somewhat quirky tactic to keep players focused on themselves ahead of origin. We're not going to answer any questions about the other team. We're just talking about Queensland. Is it weird not being able to comment about New South Wales? Yeah, I just, I just want to talk about Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> they are not, not allowed, allowed to discuss the other team at all. It's like wow. they don't exist. Yep. Right. Well, I hope they learn that they are there when they go on the field. <laughs> who are these guys? Who are these guys? <laughs> That's what I, I thought. We play with ourselves. 
goals. I mean, technically, that's what you want them to do, I guess. But yeah. What are you doing here? This is not what we train for. Why are you stopping us from getting across the line? This is not right. I guess. It's about being focused on yourselves, yeah. The other thing is, too, uh, Broncos debutante um, David Fafita as well. He's only 19 years old. Um, It's made news today with him, and this is going to be a hard thing for him to kind of, I guess, work through. His dad, unfortunately, um, is in jail at the moment for breaking parole. Um, He's been done with some drugs charges, and obviously Mm. his family's doing doing it pretty tough (laughs) at the moment. His dad applied for bail yesterday, saying, can I get out? Because I want to... Oh, just for the game. want to go to the footy. want to see my son play you, Is that a common thing that you're allowed to apply for bail for different circumstances? If you're on remand waiting for your, your court case, you oh, can I always I thought it was for only bail. for a death. Ah, uh, yeah. Like if someone is dying in hospital, then you're allowed to apply we to got, be able to, to be there. You know I love a good jail chat. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're even me. wearing an orange-coloured jail. Yeah. Oh, you're one yeah. step away from trying to sneak him out. Is that <laughs> Not in this. This is too But 13.10.60, first calls is on the way. Um, so I want to know, like, uh, did you know someone who was let out of jail early for an event or something? Yeah. So it was it was denied. Obviously, was denied. The judge was like, "You're, a, you're you've reoffended already. You're a high risk of reoffending." Um, I guess when you're in jail for breaking your parole, which is where you have to turn up to a certain place at a certain time, yeah, yeah. coming back to prison probably you isn't a high priority. You promise you'll come back after the game, yeah. even if they win. And then what are they going to say? Like you can't have a few drinks? Yeah. Will I they stopped, allow sorry. him to watch it there? I'd say they Ooh, would. I don't know. Yeah, you'd think they'd have the way Cole would be running the the game. Origin. Yeah, Why, just to get there. Yeah, just to get the numbers of viewers up. Chat a line, might have done a deal, done a prison deal. They were wheeling in a big screen TV like they used to do for Melbourne Cup at schools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which, when you think about that, is terrible. Hey, kids. I thought it was weird. Time to gamble. Yeah. (laughs) Coming from Scotland, when I was sitting in the classroom, like, let's see if your dad's going to win on the race. I'm like, what is this going on? So, big shout out to David Fafida. That's in the news today, so that'll be tough for him. He's only a 19 year old kid, and for whatever's going on with his family, just amazing. That he's put got himself all the way to yeah. that that level of league. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. The show is always yours, but especially right now because it's first call, so you can talk about anything you want. Heather in Petrie, you're up. What do you want to talk about this morning? Heather. Oh, hello, Heather. You there? Yep. Hey, what's up? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Maybe she's going to the toilet. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Are you on the I toilet? Are yeah. you on the toilet? No, 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 no. I just couldn't get you off the loudspeaker. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What do you want to talk about, hun? Well, I just want to say, you know your own saying, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, guess what? What? There are, two, there are two teams in the state of origin, and if it wasn't for the Blues, the Maroons wouldn't have anyone to play. True. True. You're a Blues supporter? I'm a blue supporter through and through, yeah. lifelong. Explains All why right. you couldn't work the phone. Well, Heather, you know what we should do after next week on the Thursday? We'll, whoever wins, you can call back up and we'll just say to each other, well, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Okay, sounds great. All right. Deal. <laughs> I, I must admit, though, State yeah. of Origin is the only night that my wife says to me, swearing and yelling is okay during the game. At the end of the 80 minutes, though, yeah. you're done. Put a can on it, champion. Yeah. yeah. And then that she gives me a free pass on that. I night. I say to my husband, I'm sick of you commenting on the referees. Ah, do you know what I mean? Like whatever the umpires and all that say, <laughs> like yeah. it's not, you know, it's never the team's fault. No, yeah. of course not. It was an umpires game. It's bloody rigged. <laughs> <laughs> John and Karen, it's first calls time. What do you want to talk about? 
Good morning, long time listener, first on call. Lovely to have you on board. You're talking about bail and making important events. Uh, We're talking about bail and terrible fine line. Yeah, but I want to be nice to him. This is his first time calling. We'll come back to him. We'll come back to him. I can't. I don't do bad phone lines. It's annoying. In Jimboomba, have you got bail from jail? Yes, I, I did, yeah. What for? What was that, sorry? What for? Um, I was a few drug charges in possession of stolen stuff. <laughs> no, but what did, you, what did you get bail for when you were in? Sorry? What, they Later, released you from... No, no, oh, come you're on, on just let's oh. persevere. I love our producers, but can you tell these people know what they're talking about when they call the show? We don't have 15 minutes per <laughs> bank of calls. We were speaking earlier, David Fafita. Yeah. His dad is in jail. He wanted to get bailed out so he could watch the footy. Adam's ready now. I have faith in him. Adam, what was the special event <laughs> that you wanted to get bailed out of jail for, buddy? Um, I flew my mother over from New Zealand to take her to Shania Twain. Oh. <laughs> See, that was worth it, wasn't it? Um, Adam, that surprised me. Um, did you tell him that that's what it was for? Sorry? Did you tell the jail that that's what it was for, Shania? Yeah, I did. I yeah. Did. yeah, I did, yeah. That was just recently, wasn't it? We talked to her not that long ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Does someone escort right. you to the, the concert? Um, no, no, no. I, I was... Um, I was allowed to drive there and, yeah. Yeah, because once you bail, you're yeah. out, I guess. You don't want to yeah. pay for an extra ticket for right. some person that you don't like I to come along with. I had my passport in in case yeah. I oh, of course. at the airport and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now that wow. we've got you, yeah, so let me, let's me let role play. I'm the judge. Good, yeah. af- good afternoon, Adam. Thank you for coming along. Um, <laughs> why should we let you out on bail today? Uh, I just had pretty much explained my mum's conditions at the moment and, oh. yeah, I just wanted to see her before things went bad. So your mum's sick and you want to take her to Shania Twain? Yeah, yeah. Was the concert good? It was. Yeah, she loved it. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And your mum would yeah. have enjoyed it and you promised her you wouldn't be bad again and that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you didn't go back to jail after that, did you, Adam? No, no. I ended up, um, ended up with a good outcome. Oh, yeah, good. well done. Well All right, done, well done. Well done. All right, Chris from Green Bank, good morning. Hey, how are you going? We're good. What do you want to talk about in first calls, walking a tightrope? Well, I'm just doing a follow-up because I'm, I uh, Abby helped me out a couple of years ago with a Dear Abby in regards to helping my fiancé and myself uh, start a family as uh, we're um, two guys. Oh. And um, she put a call out and um, started the process of helping us find uh, a surrogate to, to begin our family with. Um, and just calling out to say thank you because in... Uh, six weeks we'll be married, and in about nine weeks we should uh, hopefully be pregnant. Hey. Oh, Chris, that is so fabulous! I got tears in my eyes because I know that I, it was it was sort of this awkward hookup. <laughs> but um, yeah, after <laughs> yeah. after your call, a lot of people did call up and said that they wanted to be surrogates, and some of them weren't suitable. But that I mean, that's fabulous, Chris. Congratulations! Well, it, it, it turned out to be pretty amazing because ironically we had a couple of false starts, but um. Whilst it, it is my my fiance's uh, uh, swimmer, yep. um, my sister donated her egg because she knew that wanted a, a child that was part of us as well. Yep. And his sister is our surrogate. Oh, so wow. Keep it in the family. Our families. Yeah, um, Helping out big time. There you go. Oh, that's so good. Wow. I love that. I wanted to say thank you so much for everything, for helping us get it all 
or going. I love that because then when you do like a, a baby announcement, there's like a lot of people in the photos. And you're yeah. like, oh, see, that's oh, it. Yeah. Takes a village to raise a family, hey? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, a, it's an amazing life that we've got going. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, yeah, you, your, your, your hand in it helped out, helped out strongly. Good go. on you, well, buddy. Good luck that's, and that's enjoy the wedding. Uh, good stuff. Thanks to everyone who called this morning. Uh, stand by at uh, seven. <laughs> Not everyone. Come no, on. Well, no, no. I love that people call, <laughs> but just when when you we go to you, be ready to chat. Yeah, all right, okay. and then we want to. I want to hear you. I'm so invested in you. I want to hear what you she have was to say. And said, "Hang on." Yeah, yeah, but that's that. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the operating table when my surgeon says, go to someone. "Hang on, yeah. Yeah. hang on a second, hang on, legend." Staff, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Money over everything. Everything looking like a bag of money. We live in a society where we always compare ourselves to each other all the time, no matter what you say. You're always jealousy is a real emotion, and I actually think it's okay to feel jealousy. Totally normal. It's how MB you channel not, it. Envy is not. That's, yes. yes. What's yes. the difference? Well, but jealousy is something that you haven't really admitted to. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like anger is normal, rage is not, because that's like yeah. something that you haven't identified. Right. So I always think when you get that you know, envy, you start like not being able to live your own life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Comparing a little bit like I'm jealous of you, totally normal. Yeah, because you see it, you know, when you've worked with someone along the way and then their career pops a little faster than yours. Yeah, I'm it, so happy for you. Exactly. It icks you. Even, and I can tell you, he yeah. admits this, Husey, yeah, mm. one of the most popular, successful, and rich men in this country. Yeah, it still icks him when there's other comedians that get oh, really? jobs, even jobs that See, he that's what he couldn't do. Him, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so one thing we always compare ourselves with other people to is money, money and pay. Oh, they've got a big house. Why yeah. I need a big house? Because some people are showy. Yeah. Yes. Do you notice that? Some people drive and they go on the holidays, but really it comes down to it, they don't have much money. Yeah. That's a friggin' hire car, I can tell. They can't afford that. <laughs> so a thing that I love to look at is people's net worth. You love this website. Okay. Every time we speak to celebrities, you put it in, and it's not accurate. Well. It's a guesstimate. She says that. Yeah. yeah. She, she says that. Yeah. Why? You and I, champion. Yeah. We, we got to. Why? We got to go and renegotiate, <laughs> I believe. I'd be. You've checked out. Are you on there? I don't know why I'm on there. So you can put on. Why aren't you guys on there? Because oh, we're pop. Who are we? Who are we? Yeah. Come on. It's not, I don't think it's about money. It's about like work thing. Which is, I've it, noticed anyone has a Wikipedia page has one. No, and she's got one of them too. Just oh, for God's sake. Face. I'm so successful. <laughs> Have you checked out my Wikipedia page? I edited yeah. it. No, someone told me that did it. You kept what? saying that you do. No, you asked me to. Oh, what was it that you edited me for? <laughs> I changed your age for you. Yeah, some person keeps changing it back. <laughs> How dare they be factual? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. So your net worth has been put out there on the internet, and it was sent to me. Yeah. And um, I thought rather than just give it to you, mm-hmm. and then you can either clarify or right. deny, we went around the office. Yeah. Because you've been here for, for a fair while yeah. now, and we asked all the people of the <laughs> office, the staff, <laughs> yeah. how much well, they think. And what is net worth? Again, so net worth is all assets you have, and then yep. minus like stuff that you owe. Yeah. So if okay. you, you know, if you own a ten million dollar house, but you owe nine million on it, then yeah, okay, you cool, only, got it. Yeah, got, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And plus, they add on how much you earn, your salaries taken into account, etc. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is how much the office thinks you're worth. What is what is net worth? I don't know. How do you put a value on a person? A couple mil? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Okay, so I know Abby's got a couple of houses, so I'm thinking 
should be 1.5. Is this including shoots? I'm going to say 1.7. Probably a few mil, I reckon. Maybe four mil? She was a model for a while, right? No? Oh. 832,599? I reckon she's like 2.5 million. You'd have to think in the millions. 2.5 million? Net worth? 70 grand. She's got, she's got three kids. All the money goes into them and they spit it out or pull it out or make it 60. She's worth, worth that much money. Right. That's wow. a rage. Yeah. How does that make you feel? And no one said over 10. Gee, that's a shame. So they were way <laughs> off, were they? <laughs> 10 million. Abby Jane Coleman. Yes. This is on the website, right? As reported yeah. okay. on Net Worth. Yeah. Three million dollars. Money back. Do you know who's going to be the most upset hearing this? Well, you. My husband's going to be driving <laughs> off the road going, where's that money? No, we're, we're in the mills. negatives. So I'll be like, minus 700000 Because the bank, you know. Network. Isn't everyone the same as that? But they don't take into account, like, if you sell all those houses, how much that would be? I still would be under, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm negative 300000 Oh, yeah, so you're richer than me. What about you? What are you negative? Uh, I because everyone is when you got a mortgage, yeah. unless you're uh, rich. I worked it out. Uh, I'm worth about 1.6 billion. <laughs> this is just my hobby. And what are you here? Hilarious! <laughs> Hilarious! Right here. So that jacket isn't satin; it's actually real silk. <laughs> it's of gold. course, <laughs> gold. It's made from dodo. That's really disappointing. <laughs> You know what? Three million dollars. I don't. I, um, I owe money to the bank. If you have a mortgage, yeah. then you you aren't ever in a positive. I don't know if you say that, but in my, on my bank account, my net position is three minus three hundred and eight. Uh, three hundred. That's really good. 000. That's really good. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. The two hundred grand in cash he's got really bumps him. I up. don't have any savings, which we should. Yeah. But it's only because we're renovating. Like I was reading the Barefoot Investor, and they're like, you have to have like a three months wage in your savings. Oh, as if that's ever going to happen. If I had three months wages saved up, my wife would have 58 afterpays on the burn at any one time. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We did get a little bit upset, and then people reminded us oh, not to. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Don't get upset, everyone. What are you watching? No, that's a week. Schmorn schmub. Schmorn schmub rocking up here. Yeah, it's about that time. Uh, <laughs> hey, but we do have a, a team saying, which is you get what you get, you don't get upset. We put it on T-shirts, and we've been giving the T-shirts away, limited edition. Yes. And uh, someone pointed out to us that there is a company that started after us, only a couple of days ago, actually. A Brisbane company. Release, yeah. And they follow us on Instagram, so they've seen it. Uh, they released their own T-shirts and have been charging $27. We wanted to know, do you reckon we have a case? What do you think about this? Should we sick the lawyers on them? You guys were unanimous. Your T-shirts rock, uh-huh. and the other ones that are out there aren't that good. You guys have done this out of the goodness of your heart, and yeah. then some low company has decided to profiteer off your good yeah. So yes, I think you should sick them. This is just a classic case of the real Louis Vuitton, and then you've got the knockoffs. You guys are clearly the real ones. Uh-huh. The three of you are such great ambassadors for our city, so just oh. stick it up them. Thanks. Stick it up them. Oh, I, love, I love that. Just stick go it up and them. As ambassadors. So they no longer exist. Yeah. We shut them down yesterday. No, 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 uh-huh. that's not true. But compliments do go far for us, and we're like, yeah, sure. You know, you know what we have to do? We just need to extend our brand. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in.
We're all in. So this is like we're we've all all of our money. The entire this could be the thing that either makes yeah. or breaks the we're show. We're not getting any money for it though. Well, it's going to break the show then. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, we're just extending it. Yeah, we're going to flood the market. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what should we what should we extend our brand to? Suggestions Tattoos. we're taking on board thirteen ten sixty. Well, <laughs> our producers have written like it in short. I don't know if you want that and tattoos. Y G W Y G Y G D G U. I actually was looking at because that's where the suburb normally is. And I'm like, where the hell is that? It's got to be Wales somewhere. But Christine in Victoria Point, uh, what do you think we should extend our brand to? How about blokes undies? Blokes underwear with you get what you get and you don't get upset on them. Why specifically guys, Christine? <laughs> well, you could do a whole range. I yeah. mean, yeah. It's, it's 2019. Come yeah, on. It's true. a good idea. You know what, Christine? We could do bras if you want to do that. Yeah. If you want to take, yeah. pay even Stevens, yeah. we'll do bras. It's a big, big exactly. saying to be put on men's underwear, though, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of words there. Yeah. Well, it, it made the conversation in my office digress very quickly. Ah, yes. <laughs> you can put an inbuilt magnifying glass with it. Hey, you can put an elastic <laughs> band there. The, the elastic yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, Christine, it's actually brilliant, isn't it? I like that. Yeah. What about a, you get what you get, you don't get upset dating app? No. So uh, you, and you just get a random that, person. That's right. You know, it you just can, comes up. Yeah, you just turn up. It yeah. doesn't matter. You can't be like, you look taller in your yeah. in your photo. You're like, well. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm actually not gay. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see my underwear? <laughs> yeah. I want it for services, though. So yeah. like you go and get the hairstyle or something, you know? So you go and you go, I don't know what do I want for my hair. And then you just go, oh, look, I you know what? I'm actually going to get, I get what they get. I don't get upset. Yeah. And they do the colour that they think you should get. That's good. Oh, yeah. You'd be like those people who, you know when people always have super funky hairstyles? You're like, why did you change? And well, you know what? The hairdresser. Yeah. My friend's going to be in a hair show, so they wanted me to be the model. <laughs> Surgeon. Uh, what? The Surgeon. I oh, thought you I thought said, said a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I don't I, think we can copyright that. And I draw the line at that one. That one. Oh, oh, there's your morals. I'm always interesting to know where that is. Yeah. A surgeon? Yeah. No, I needed my appendix out. He took out my spleen, but you get what you get. You don't get upset. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. It's time to own the brand, Brisbane. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We want to extend our brand. It has been our team saying for a while. We've got T-shirts made that we do give away. Yep. But someone has started copying us, and we thought, you know what? Fine. That we get that. We're just going to extend it, and we want it on thirteen ten sixty. What do you reckon we should branch out into? Because any good good brand should have a brand. That's yeah. right. Uh, do you remember when we came up with this saying? Do you remember what it was? Uh, when Stav with the money. So yes. he was do the the cash tornado yes. and we were trying to preempt people complaining. Even though we did say it, people still did complain. That's right. Because the cops were worried about a punch on. And so we made everyone agree to this slogan. So, yeah. And there was no fights. No. So this brings people together. no one knew where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy and Warner, uh, we're going to extend the brand uh, outside of T-shirts. What else should have? You get what you get. You don't get upset on it. Oh, look, sponsorship. Um, we'd be proud to run around in your T-shirts on an Oztag field. Oh. Yes. 
We could do Oztag shorts, Oztag socks. We could do anything. Like you're competitive, but if you lose, oh, you don't care. That right? yeah, yeah, that's the motto. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, missed that yeah. tackle. Well, read the shirt, dude. We say sponsorship, though. We don't have money. For it. No, you don't. We don't need money. Oh. We only wear your shirts. We'll yeah. take your shirts. No problems at <laughs> yeah, cool. all. See, yeah. we don't have money, Perfect. and you get what you get. You don't get upset. <laughs> tell that. me. All right, that's good idea. idea. We'll run through a few more. Chloe from Capalaba. What do you think we should put? You get what you get on. Buy the kids or baby clothes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's cute. Because it does spring from parenting as well. Like, that's yes. the origin of the actual saying. Are you saying, Chloe, um, you put it on the baby and then you hand it to the father and you say it's not really yours <laughs> and then walk away? You could. You could. Yeah. Okay. Or even like kids, kids clothes because you could say when they're complaining, like look down. It could be the first yeah. words they read. You, yeah. you print it upside down so when they look down, it's the right <laughs> way. Oh, yeah, okay. I like that. <laughs> Good idea. All right, Neil in Burpengary, what do you reckon we should branch out into? Uh, motorsports. We've uh, got the Winter Nationals next Saturday, or next Thursday, this Saturday, Sunday. Um, TV coverage and over 30,000 people. We've got, got my car entered there, so... Um yeah, nothing like a blowing Mustang with uh, the saying on that gets another racer. Are you, are, you, uh, are you faster, Neil? Would you give enough time for people to read it? You get what you get, you don't go? Uh, yeah, no, nah, they'll see it on the start line in the stands. They'll see it on the roof or the bonnet. And when they come around with the cars, yeah, once like again, it. you get what you get. Don't get I upset. like it. You even got a plug away. Neil, I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> what about a car yard? That was that. So you just come in with a cash amount. I'm or just for a, a mystery car. car. Yeah. You get what you get. You don't get a set. Can I get one of these to get a, a test? Nah, no. nah. Whatever's in the garage at the time, that's just what you get. That's how Ooh, I got my scooter. So I wanted a black one, and the guy goes, what colour do you want? And the guy was walking past. He goes, he wants the white one because it's the one that's in the shop. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, Linnell, hi. Hi, morning. How are you? Good. How do we extend this brand? Uh, wrapping paper. So you gift wrapping paper for presents <laughs> or boxes. Oh, that's really good. That, that is good. very clever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that'd be good. Clever. Would I think you could put that on so much. Mm. Would it like, work on an engagement ring box? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah. You say that. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It will. Do, it will. It will. They? Inside the box. There you go. Uh huh. Do you? <laughs> I do. I guess mm-hmm. I have to. Yes. Don't I? Yeah. You married Linnell? Uh, no. But if you had a partner come to you and propose, and inside the box it says you get what you get, you don't get upset, and there's like a $20 ring in there. Well, he's going to get me, so he'll get what he gets also. Oh, yes. <laughs> Touche. Exactly. No, I reckon that's Touché. perfect. I mean, for wedding anniversaries as well. What's yep. that wedding anniversary that's paper? You just uh, get to the give first... the wrapping paper. <laughs> the first one, I believe. Uh, yeah. Chris in Red Bank Plains, how should we extend the brand? Uh, I visit the tradies. Oh, oh yes. You guys could rock up and it'll be like, hey, I was expecting you two hours ago. And you just go, yep, <clears> and <throat> just have it on there. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm a machine of bread. I'll definitely wear one every day. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then what about so when if you're a builder, there's a you get what you get, you don't get upset builder. When you call about the defects, yeah. they just send you a letter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Take it one no, more they, step. Can send, they can just send a photo of the back of your T-shirt and just, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about a real estate? And, you know, the pictures on the front, it's just you get what you get at a price underneath. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Random house. Yeah. yeah. Too many good suggestions there. Uh, we'll have a meeting. Yeah, business meeting after oh, okay. the show. Yeah, love and those. Then we'll, so we might need to do some costings on some of this as well because obviously there is going to have to be some sort of outlay. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Love and marriage, love. Hard to uh, never get your way through marriage. It's hmm? a marriage. Hmm. 
you, don't, you don't find it hard? What did you say? It's hard to make your way through it. No, navigate your way through it. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. It's a long going commitment. Because it's communication problems that cause all the problems in a marriage. That's exactly what that felt like. I'm talking to you about something very important. You said what? Huh? That's exhibit A. Um, and one of the hardest things to discuss, and we all have to discuss it, is money and budgets. It's one of the main reasons people break up. It, it would be, wouldn't it? I think it's. Um, I think they say it's to do with finances, uh-huh. and then to do with um, the, the spark, the bedroom activity uh-huh. is no longer there. Uh, right. And then I think you can go right down the list. <laughs> and then it just continues. eating with his mouth open. You won't no, take it's the on there out. as well. Yeah. yeah. So each of their own. Loud eating would be another one too. I'm not a big fan. Oh man, people people who yeah schlep through. You're not munching on a feed bag like a horse. Just close your mouth. How's your marriage going? Good. It's really good actually. It's very good at the moment. Esther doesn't eat like that. She's very dainty and beautiful. But one thing that I like to discuss a lot, and it gets it turns into arguments, is budgets. Mm -hmm. Because I like to create a budget. I like to stick to a budget. If we go outside of the budget, it freaks me out because I have projections of where I want to be at the end of the year. And everyone needs to jump on board your... Your budget. Your dream to make... (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and this is going to... And every man says this, and we mean it, but we never know how to communicate it. Mm. And that is the reason we put these things into place all the time is because as a man, if you feel like you have to say no to your wife. Like, yeah. I would love to have so much money yeah. that Esther could buy every single thing that she wants. Mm. And I hate whenever we have to go, no, we can't do that this month. It makes me feel bad because I feel like as so a husband, I'm letting her down. So you still feel like you've got that uh, old-fashioned, I guess you could say, need to provide. Yeah, 100%. Because, I, because in our household, it's a bit different. My husband loves saying no. He's got no problem with saying that whatsoever. <laughs> yes. But I do finances yes. in our household. Yeah. So I'm sort of in charge of that. So I actually get stressed about it. So when I look and I feel like going, hey, babe, if we can continue like this, we're going more and more in debt. And that sort of gets me my sweaty palms and I'll stay awake at night stressed about it. And he doesn't because he goes, well, Abby's stressing about it, so that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm always the person going, have you known our interest rates? They've gone up. We're going to have to renegotiate. And he goes, that takes a lot of time, though, doesn't it? Don't worry about it, babe. So you and Kat have separate accounts. Yes. And that works great for you guys. Perfect. So she, everything that she earns, uh, she pays a portion of the bills that we've decided that, that are her bills to pay. Uh, and then uh, whatever she can, she'll put into the savings uh, whenever she can. I never monitor that. She can put in whatever she wants and whatever. Yeah. And I'm the same. And then if she wants to buy a dress, then she, I wouldn't even know that she's bought the dress. Yeah. So See, I, I need someone to monitor me. <laughs> I can do that if you she, want. She can't spend money she doesn't have. Yeah, but if I had separate accounts. Yeah. I'm the still kid, not the, kid, the kids wouldn't go with shoes to school. <laughs> oh, Rory's in a potato sack. Rory's in a potato no, sack. Yeah, but, I yeah. think it's great, but I, I'm, I've always been that person. That yeah. I, need to, I need to be accountable. Right. Yeah, 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 we all need to be. But the problem I've made, and look, I, I'm probably going to tell you something you all, all know, but to me it was, was news. What I made the mistake of was be every month when I would get paid and then I'd pay all the bills and do that. After I would feel the stress of budget and that I would try and go and speak to Esther about it then... And I never wanted to argue, and I never say to her, you're spending too much money or blah, 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 because we're as bad as each other. Right? Yeah. What I realized the other day is you need to give, like, heaps of warning. On Sunday, I wanted to talk about our budget. Yeah. So at 8.30, I said to her, and we're out to get coffee in the morning, I said to her, babe, can we talk about budgeting? And I could feel like, a, oh, yeah. God. 
because she thought it was there and then. Mm. And I said, at quarter past seven tonight. Giving you time to get her affairs in order. Exactly. She goes down after pay, deletes it, borrows some money off the mum, pays them all off and goes, you know what, babe? I'm ready for this. Do you know why he's had this realisation? Because he's been audited and now he realises he's a tax (laughs) house. And they gave him plenty of warning. They gave him four months of stress. He's a tax office in his house. No, honestly, it is a very good idea. And I say, you know, you hate me bringing up this guy, but Barefoot Investor. I don't mind you bringing up him. He has in his book, Date Nights, and he'll even say, like, order your garlic bread or whatever and set it. So now... Hubby and I only talk about budgets when we're organised a babysitter and yeah. can go out and talk about it. Yeah. Because then you're a little bit like more easygoing. Relax. Set the warning. You know, people. I, I've, that's what I've realised. So now through everything that I want to talk to Esther about, yeah. I'm going to send her an Outlook invite for two days later on, on the calendar. Does it work in reverse like, for guys? Because I've never known a guy to have a good reaction when I go, babe, we need to talk. No, nah, don't. Do you know what? Nah. I'll tell you tomorrow. No, no, no. Not for dudes. Nah. That's dudes. a no sleep night. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Dudes, right there and then. Yeah. Okay, all right. Girls, give them a, give them, give them full warning. Okay. No guy's ever had something good come after uh, we need to talk. Okay, we need to talk. No. I've teed up I'll that threesome we were talking about. Monday next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having, said, having said that, if you do say that, he might turn up with $1,000 cash at the meeting and be like, what's wrong, babe? And then win you back. Oh, really? Maybe. Give that it a go. My husband and you are very different. He's never thrown <laughs> money at me. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. If there's something strange in your neighbourhood, you better call Stav, Abby and Matt. Radio, if you are ringing for Alpha Bucks right now, stop. Do not ring for Alpha Bucks. Hang up. It's the wrong time. Hang up because you won't get through. We're doing another game instead. So I know you heard me say the word, but not. do not ring for Alpha Bucks. Only if you've seen something strange in your neighbourhood. Because we've put something out there. Because I know that a lot of people will drive to work and they'll go, oh, my God, what was that? That was a little bit strange. And it sticks in your mind. Yeah. And we want to hear those things on 131060. Because if you get the one thing that we've planted out there... You win cash. You do win cash. But it's making us discover how weird Brisbane is around uh, the early mornings uh, because what you guys have seen that isn't us is weird. Jack from Newtown, what have you seen out and about the streets of Brisbane this morning? Mate, I've seen an old lady in her nighty at 5.30 in the morning digging through her rubbish bin. Uh-huh. Digging through her rubbish bin? Oh, I don't know if it was hers. It could have been someone Anyone's, else's. Yeah. She was going through someone's rubbish bin. Right, <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she's that whole, like... Did you throw out <laughs> my expensive? I can't find my ring. Yeah. <laughs> or she's oh, she's okay. collecting cans, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Let's find out from the producers. I believe that is incorrect, That's my man. That is not it. No worries, guys. Thanks, no worries. Jack. Thanks, Jack. Keep on trucking. Thirteen ten sixty is our number. If you've seen something strange out in Brisbane, do not call for alpha bucks. Marlene in Kenmore, what have you seen out there that was a bit fricka dicky? <laughs> Hi guys, um, this morning on the way to work I saw a guy um, taking a photo of a sign for vegan rights on Moggle Road. Taking a, uh, taking a photo of a sign for vegan rights on vegan Moggle Road? Um, yeah, it was just past the BP station. Uh, there's a bit of fence, there's a, ve- there's a fence there. Right, was he a butcher? That sounds like something a butcher would do to put that up on their group. <laughs> take this, well, take this down. Because vegan rights is an oxymoron, right? What do you mean? Mm. Yeah. They don't deserve rights. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Come on. We were vegan. For three days. And it was was great. I want to do it again if I can manage. Uh, Is that... mm, Is that what... Oh. That that is the correct answer? 
A dude oh. taking... Hey. Yeah, bloody hell, right on. <laughs> I'm, I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Right. I oh, thought it was dog. a bit odd because the guy, the guy who was there, the, like, there's no footpath there. He's just a grassy knoll that leads up to the fence. I'm like, that's a bit strange. You're not meant to be there. So, right. so apparently the science is dogs vegan, right? Okay, fair enough then. Right. Yeah. Okay. Also, dogs. They're carnivores, for Christ's sake! <laughs> oh my god. Now I get. So you left that dog part out. You left the dog part out, Marianne. So yeah, you got to fight yeah. for dog vegans. The, wolf, the, the puppy vegans out there, there's a sign-up for them. There's probably some out there. Well, that's the thing. That's why I don't think we're finding it that strange is some moron would actually... No, vets have issued a complaint about it, saying, stop telling your dogs they're vegans. <laughs> they're not. You put a steak in front of it, it's not going to go up to the tomato and go, mm, good choice. It's not, it's not going to stop licking its own balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Baby, I was born this way. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we play it tomorrow. Your letters to play Alpha Bucks are filling, filling, filling. R for R. And L, I think, could be an I. All right. Uh, learn both. Stab Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Rightio, we got money to give away now, Brisbane. $10,000 worth. Remember, Alpha Bucks plays twice a morning. We are on the air till 10 o'clock. So we'll play at 8, the classic time. Then we back it up at 20 past 9 as well. Yes. And playing for the first round of the day, Sarah. Made it through. Morning, Sarah. Morning. How are you going? Good. Now, 30 seconds standing between you and $10,000. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm a student, actually. $10,000 got to help that then. Okay. Uh, If you get all 10 questions right with the letter that Abby is about to give you, you will get that 10 grand and you'll get $50 per question you get right, okay? Awesome. All right, here we go, Sarah. Your letter this morning is N for November. Yep. Here we go. Name an activewear brand. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Name a family member. Uh, Nana. Name something in the kitchen. Uh, pass. Name a type of day, time of day. Night. Name a type of breakfast food. Uh, pass. Name a spice. Uh, pass. (laughs) Name a famous sports person. Oh, after the buzzer, sorry they say. But you got yourself a hundred bucks. Awesome, thank you so much. <laughs> I'll go through a couple that you passed on there. Name an active wear brand. You could have had Nike or New Balance. Something in the kitchen you could have had napkin or nutcracker. Uh, name a type of breakfast food you could have Nutrigrain and a type of spice you could have nutmeg. Ah, yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you're a drama student. Are you going to this there's apparently some Protest rally, rally or something happening at the uni today? Oh, is there? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a, that's, a that's a UQ, different a UQ. university. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So you don't, we don't mix universities. No, yeah. can't do that. No. Oh, so you were you... laughing at her. Now the last back at you. You're yeah. not allowed to have inter-university <laughs> relationships. No, we don't like to mix. QT and UQ, there's a rivalry going yeah, on. We don't like to mix. Oh, yeah. There you go. Rightio, good to know. 
if I ever go to uni. I love it when you're like, there's a protest, you must be a uni student. Are you, you must going? be there. Well, yeah. she's drama student, they're, they're cracking it about them the cutting uni- down something. The theatre, I think, is closing. Yeah, yeah, the Chanel, the old Chanel theatre has been demolished and it's a landmark, a frizzy landmark. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. I'm hoping that there's couples out there that will be able to weigh in on this one because I read the other day in Australia that uh, one in every 23 births is now IVF. Wow. That's how many people are are needing help and assistance. And a shout-out to those people that are are going through it. It is a very hard time emotionally, financially, physically, everything. But this lady has written, Dear Abby, I know you mentioned that you were having terrible dreams while pregnant, so I thought you might understand. I am two months away from giving birth and very excited, excited, but petrified as well. I want to know, did anyone else have nagging worries about a mix-up in the IVF process? I want to know if this goes away once you have your baby. My husband and I have both admitted to each other that we have nagging concerns that they may have inserted the wrong embryo. But if I'm being honest, mine is a complete and utter fear. I'm Lebanese, and when I was in the waiting room, an Asian lady and I were joking, oh, what about if they get it wrong and it looks like each other? Funny at the time. It was a joke at the time and something that I haven't been able to stop thinking about. I want to know, is it normal, even though you know that all the stats say that there is no errors that are ever made in Australia, do you, anyone else ever think this? I would like to know if I'm the only one that's going crazy. 13, 10, 60. Your brain does do crazy things to you while you're pregnant. Apparently she's been having nightmares about it. Yeah. But I I, I didn't even think that this would be a case. But I guess once you're going through that and you're not physically being able to create a a baby and see the other person in front of you, you put a lot of trust in the doctors, and rightly so, because I don't believe there has been any... No. Well, babies have been mixed up in uh, the delivery wards. In delivery wards, of course. that's happened. Yeah. If, I, if I'm of course, honest, but they're, they're so stringent. Actually, I just realised that comment probably wouldn't help her out, would it? Mm. Yeah. If you're honest, yeah. Oh, if I'm honest, I for like a second, yeah. stupidly, and I know my wife would never do this to me. Yeah. When she was pregnant with it, with Xander, yeah. I was like, imagine if if it wasn't yours. Yeah, imagine, imagine like I think that's normal. Yeah. yeah, not that she would have, but when you love, I, you go through the thing of you love it. The baby so much, yeah. it would kill you to find out later on. Like I'm sure that's happened to people before that it yeah. wasn't your choice. Maybe it's something I've never thought about because as a female, you never question whether it's <laughs> well, you know, don't you? <laughs> but for people going through IVF, IVF when you be. you know you have a, an egg and a sperm, there's so many different factors where you go, well, is it my egg? Yeah, is it, sperm? Is it our embryo? Did the intern put the wrong label on? There's no intern. They're so stringent. I think she's saying, despite the stats, yeah. it's a normal fear and yeah. does it go away? Yeah, Sorry. she says in, in the letter, it's 100% never happened in Australia. So, But you still, your brain's doing all sorts of crazy stuff when you're pregnant. We know that. Before we make it any worse for her, 13, 10, 16. <laughs> Abby's, Abby's giving us the shut up, idiots. <laughs> you, you morons. Dig up. Do you know what? There's probably the other lady that was in the waiting room going, yes, it's the same thing. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a complaint, yeah, you can also issue those. Or you've got a question, you want help with something, you can send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. I'd like to apologise. Some of them went missing previously. So if you have sent one recently. Can you resend? I didn't want to be rude and not reply. Well, hopefully your problem's resolved itself. (laughs) 
A <laughs> <laughs> lazy form of help. Is it right now? Hey, uh, this one is uh, from a lady who's going through, uh, she's gone through IVF. She's actually due in a couple of months, but she's having huge issues coming to terms with the fact that the baby is her. She said she's petrified that there's been a mix-up in the IVF process. She made a joke about it with another lady in the waiting room saying, imagine if it doesn't look like us, it looks like each other. And now that's been playing on her mind. She wants to know, is she going crazy? Is it normal? And does it go away when the bir- um, baby comes? Right. Debbie, you're on the air with us. Well, Good morning. She's Good morning. normal, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've got 10-year-old twins. I had IVF and I felt that for a long time um, as the pregnancy was come, you know, coming to an end. But after they're born, um, I really recommend lots of skin-to-skin time and lots of close time. I'm a midwife as well. Yeah. Um, so I know that's so important with that bonding. And as those family features come through, you yeah. really start to go, wow, this yeah. is, these are my kids or, yeah. or my child. Yeah, it's really special. So, But I understand and I really relate to it. Yeah, okay. All right. Congrats. Uh, we got Anonymous in Brisbane. Anonymous, what's your story? Okay, so my daughter that I had through IVF, um, she's often questioned whether or not there was a mix-up. She's now transgendering, and yes, I had the fear, and probably now she um, continues with that fear. So I'm sorry. Yes, it's real, it's normal, and I hope that it goes away for you. Okay, so you you say that you still, to this date, you're fearing it. Have you gone ahead and got testing? No. No, okay. Because you know that even, I guess, even the stats and stuff like that, there there is no cases where it has happened here in Australia. That doesn't give you any reassurance? You still feel like something could have happened? I think it's more... um, when you have more IVF children and the comparison between yep. all of your children, okay, um, yeah, start to, I guess, uh, reignite the doubt. Little yep. things. We got a terrible fine line there, anonymous. Well, I guess but, that but is the case. Yeah, but even even in siblings, like, do you know what I mean? Like with yeah. siblings, if you've had it naturally, then. But you they still create, look quite different. You create that in your mind. If you've got that thought of maybe there was a switch, you, you would be saying that they look different to yeah. the other kids because you're, you can create anything in your head. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, to thank you very much. Kirsten and Karina, did you go through having the fear when you went through IVF that maybe the baby wasn't yours? Um, I haven't had a successful IVF pregnancy yet, but my concern is that when I did my first transfer... Um, so I've frozen embryos. Um, I was waiting in the waiting room and they called my name to come in and it was my turn. And then the process just happened. So there was no verification that I was who I was. They just brought my embryo in and put my embryo in and said, okay, fantastic. We'll see you in 10 days to find out if it worked. And at the time it was very overwhelming and I didn't think anything of it until I got home and my partner and I were talking and I went, um, how did they know that was me? <laughs> oh, so you just, you felt like maybe you should have showed ID? Yes, yes. Yeah. I felt like there should have been some, you know, even when you go for a blood test, yeah, you they do. go, is this your address, is this your name, is this your date of birth? Yes, that's all great. But there was none of that. It was just this great deal of trust that it was definitely me turning up to have my embryo um, implanted. <laughs> wow. Mm. Maybe there's a process that they do. Did they ever take a photo of you when you first went in? Um, good question. That was... It's hard to think. It's hard to think. Because I, I wonder yeah. if they do that because they want to make the process as smooth as possible for yeah. you. Um, yeah. good, you luck, good luck in the future, hun. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe they just forgot. Maybe she they did ask questions and slipped her mind. Yeah, maybe she's been in before. Uh, Angie Burping Gary, has this happened to you? You've had these fears? Uh, yes, I have, yes. Um, we did the opposite. So we didn't do our eggs. We actually did donor sperm from, from America. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and I had three IVF babies, and each time you have those concerns because you just get the, na- like the number of the mm. sperm, and they have to try and cross-match it, and you just always wonder if they, you know... Um, mix up the numbers or when they pull it out of the freezer, like, if it's the right one. Because there's all that processes that they go through. And I guess people that are working at IVF clinics go, no, seriously, there's so many checks. But you just get, is it that human error that you always get worried about? Oh, yes, definitely. Because with the sperm, they need to defrost it, like, within minutes of the actual process. So they've got to quickly cross-check it, like my details, the donor's details, etc. And sometimes it's so fast, you're just like, oh, did they do it the right numbers? Is mm. it correct? And yeah. yeah. Did the fears go away once you've had the children and you see the babs? Uh, yes, they did, because all three children look exactly like me. So there's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think the other thing is, and this is, if it was to happen, and I'm sure it absolutely has not happened before. There's, there's no, I, I, honestly, with all the stats, there's no cases. Yeah, yeah. but it would be, it, I know it would be a hard thing to take on, but when you get the child, yeah. if you found out, say, when the child was like 11 or 12 or something, you'd still love that child the same way. It would be a lot oh, to process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh, definitely, yeah. Wow. We really opened um, up the can of worms this morning, didn't we? <laughs> Hope we help. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we'll quickly here, take here this one um, Do- on the end here. Dr. Debbie, thank you for calling through. You've got some information about the checks that they do for IVF? Yeah, hi, guys. Um, I was just luckily on the radio and I heard. Um, there's a photo we do actually take of the couple or single lab whoever comes in so that we know who it is. I'm, I'm from a certain lab and we have just over 60 checks before transferring an embryo right. wow. uh, from start to finish. So, of course, things can happen, but um, it's pretty unlikely uh, in Australia. Okay. So just, just to give some, some you know... People don't need to fear, although women will always yes. fear. They don't need to, is what you're saying, Dr. <laughs> Debbie, right? That, that, that's right. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks for your call. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. My name is Damon. And this is my daughter, Velvet. But soon, she'll have to face a rapidly deteriorating environment. So in 2040, what will the world look like for our daughter? I just want the future to be good. I've seen the ads for this. It looks like it's going to be amazing. From the man who created that sugar film and showed us just how bad sugar is, he's got 2040. Damon Gamua is on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Why are you laughing? Did we pronounce your name wrong? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I've heard some great versions in my time. Mate, but, uh, we were just practising and no one wanted so to throw to your name because I was like, nah, so we're not sure. What, how do you say it? Sorry. It's uh, Gamo. So like Ammo, but G-A-H-O-M-O. Well, you spell it the wrong way then. No, no, that's good. Gamo, sorry. Hey, we are excited about this movie though because I'll say I saw your last one and I was... Completely um, obsessed. No, I made everyone around me stop eating sugar as well because yeah. you just go. It was very inspiring to learn yeah. something that I guess we're all we're all doing, and we all just go, oh, we're okay. Um, yeah, and in quite fact, right. we're not. So this is this is going to be quite interesting about how we can change our environment and change the way we live. Yeah, that's right. And so far, I mean, the, the screenings have been full of kids and families, so people can understand what's going on and see the things we can actually do. It's not all doom and gloom. 
there are great things and solutions that exist. We're just not giving them anywhere near enough attention in the mainstream at the moment. So what are you, are you saying that, like, the idea is that by 2040, if we don't pull our heads in, the Earth is going to be done for? No, it's more just a response to, there are some pretty doom and gloom predictions around the planet at the moment, and some say we've got about 10 years to act to really lower our emissions really quickly and to avoid catastrophic climate change. There's lots of species uh, going extinct already. Yep. So the film actually just goes, I spend three years going around the world looking at the solutions to some of these problems, and then I show my daughter what the world would look like in 2040 if we put those solutions into practice today. So. I'm not making anything up. Everything exists right now. It just uh, shows an extrapolation of those solutions in 2040. I love that because I'll admit that um, one person on this team likes to click on bad stories and tell us it's all doom and gloom. That's me. (laughs) But I get put out. I get put off by that because Mm. it really actually quite... I I think it's quite fearful and I don't know if that is proactive for me. I actually love to be able to go, cool, this is what happened, but this is a way that we can all move forward. And you go, all right, well, that's tangible. I can actually work on it rather than going, my life is over. (laughs) Well, that's right. That's actually what prompted me to make the film because there is really interesting neuroscience around that now that says when we do have information that comes with fear or anxiety or dread, too much of it, it does activate this part of our brain called the limbic system. And when that's activated, it shuts down our prefrontal cortex, which is where we problem solve and think creatively. So lots of these neuroscientists I spoke to, um, environmental ecologists, the sort of thinking that a lot of people are paralysed by this constant stream and torrent of negative stories we get, especially our children. So that's really why I made the film to say, you know what? No, we don't, it doesn't have to all be like this. There are people doing great things. There are solutions that exist. Let's start trying to motivate people with hope and the idea of creating actually a better world for our kids. What do you what do you think we do though? Because it's all well and good to say you know drop carbon emissions and everything, and I and I believe in global warming. I think it's a it's yep. a big issue. Yeah. But a lot of the world and the economy and everything relies on the industry that we have, and right. also too, some of the biggest crusaders in the world for climate change are jumping on planes every second day, yeah. burning up fuel know. to go to big summits. <laughs> so some, yeah. sometimes you kind of like well, unless you're riding a bike every day. Shut up. That's right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's right. We actually own that in the film because obviously, you know, I'm, I'm schlepping around the world making a film in an aeroplane, which is spewing out carbon. Yeah. And we were lucky enough to be able to offset all our emissions and then fly the forest. We used 2,000 tonnes of carbon just to make this small Aussie doco. So you can imagine what Game of Thrones or, or Netflix series would be using it. No matter what we do at the moment, you're you're complicit. That's, and that's, again, some of these psychologists were talking about that, this sense of cognitive dissonance, that you actually mm. can't do the right thing right now. It's impossible because we've built this entire system on fossil fuels and it's served us really well. So I think the way we move forward in communicating this, and then that's what the film does, is saying that a lot of these solutions that I explore actually strengthen communities. They provide far more jobs. They give people security, and that message needs to be needs to be put out there. Because at the moment, I think the environmental movement has just lambasted people. They've gone in quite aggressively or in an activist sense, and people do care about the planet, but they also value their jobs and their and their children, and they want to look after their community and children. And I think that message is being lost. There's there's one of the solutions that you called um, the the seaweed solution, which I I we went to to Bali recently, and we went to a village, and it was unbelievable to see this village that in, lived entirely off um, seaweed but yeah. all of a sudden all the market had gone down for it and they couldn't understand and all of them were were jobless. Yeah. That's right. So the problem is that about 93% of the excess warming from global warming happens in our oceans. 
But because the oceans are warming up, a lot of seaweed around the world has just been wiped out. So including Tassie, they've lost 95% of their seaweed in the last 10 years. So the warming waters are having a real problem. So one of these scientists I met uh, out of Massachusetts, he's found a way to bring the cold water from deeper in the ocean and recirculate it up to the top to grow the seaweeds again. So uh, seaweed's quite extraordinary because it can grow about half a metre a day and over 50 metres long. So it's the fastest growing organism in the world. And when it's doing that, it's just pouring that carbon out of the atmosphere really, really quickly and then it can store on the bottom of the ocean um, and the weight of the water traps it there. But now there's people using seaweed for uh, fuel and biofuel, fibres, fertilisers. They're even making plastics out of it. So that really was one of the most exciting solutions because if we start building these giant seaweed forests out out at sea, they return the fish habitat. Fish lay their eggs in the seaweed, but also it's pulling that carbon out of the atmosphere. Imagine if they grew marijuana that quick. (laughs) It'd be a real problem, wouldn't it? Okay, now that's the 2040 I want for my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mate, look, it's all stuff that we deep down we know, but we need to see it. You know, we can all make small changes. Mm. One of the greatest things that's come out here in Queensland is the um, container scheme. That's a small thing you can do. But um, 2040, it's in cinemas now. Uh, Damon Gamo. Thank you very much for coming on, buddy. Nice to talk to you this morning. My pleasure. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Do you guys have your... Oh, no, you don't. I was going to say, do you hate it when your kids put their stuff in your handbags? Oh. Oh, oh Stav, yeah. no, you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a real turn of events. Yeah, a real roller coaster over there, wasn't it? Yeah, go on, sister. Say it. Loud and proud. So annoying. I hate it when the kids put water bottles in oh, my yeah. bag. Like, I say, hey, take your water bottle to the park. And then they don't want to carry it around, so they put it in my bag. And it's never closed. And I never find out until, like, the next day when there's, like, the puddle at the bottom of the bag. And all my papers and everything is just wet. Don't you hate that? Oh, God, it is the bane of my existence. (sighs) Yeah. Your new handbag's nice, by the way. My black uh, evening bag. Thanks. (laughs) But no thanks. Thank you. What do you carry around stuff in? My pockets. Like real men. (laughs) Just needs his phone, wallet, keys. <laughs> Life must be so easy. Where do you put you? your tampons? I mean, Sam has his. <laughs> 2019, I might do. Each to their own. You're right. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. You, you, you do, do you. you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> At um, you know when your doorbell rings or someone knocks on the door. And you're not sure who it is. Automatic response these days are, pretend I'm not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, the front door's open, the screen's there. <laughs> totally. But the other day when you called me. What? <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot about that. It happens at our house all the time. Ding dong. I'm like, oh, I'm not going in there. Can't be bothered. Then you hear the guy say, the door's open. I can hear you. <laughs> I was on the phone to Abby the other day. Uh, and ding dong, you were meant to go out. But and I said, Here's what I went, shh, don't tell Here's what's wrong. And I went, there's someone at the door. He goes, guys and girls. I was like, no, nah, I'm breastfeeding. I've got no clothes on. <laughs> and I had to go to get clothes, so I couldn't. So I just pretended mm. I wasn't home. Fair enough. Mm. And then I thought, you're talking to me naked. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so screen doors, whilst you keep out unwanted guests like criminals and flies, you're not so good when you're ignoring the Jehovah's Witnesses or the charity knockers. Thanks. But no thanks. Soda water. It's very refreshing. Mm. The bubbles are very tingly. It's nice. It's more refreshing than water. I find I it too. Why. I don't know. 
But I don't know what sort of way they're packing the soda water into the bottles, or if they're maybe putting it in there at gunpoint. Maybe the soda water is forced into that bottle. Mm. Because without fail, mm. any brand of any soda water that I've ever used, when you open it up, it's like a teenage boy alone in his bedroom. Wow. Plays Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Times have changed, haven't they? <laughs> You've got that analogy. Yeah. It's really good. Really clever of you. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. That's the end of the podcast. We're actually talking live on the radio in 45 seconds. So we're going to go. Bye. Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit 105.